Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. Um, Dave? And I'm Frank. Dave, good morning, my friend. How are you today? Happy Saturday, December 16th, year of our Lord 2023. Dave, great to see you. You're looking fit as always, despite despite all the poop and needles up there in Los Angeles. <laughs> Well, as you know, good morning, everybody, by the way. Hello. Hope you're doing well. You know, I don't live actually in the city of L.A. anymore. Correct. Very good. So there's man. actually less needles and less stuff on the ground to be That's right. concerned That's right. about. Yeah. So yeah. things are looking better. Yeah. Things, things are looking are, better. You're doing a good job on the poop and needles. Homeless, not so much. But anyways, that's another story. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad you mentioned the date. Uh, so we got a lot to cover. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, hey, history repeats itself. So we're going to begin the show with this, uh, you guys. 250 years ago, exactly to the day, everybody. What was that? 1773. The, uh, we're just about ready to launch as a country. What happened? The famous Boston Tea Party. Oh. And the themes that happened that day, you guys, history repeats itself over and over. Exactly what is going on today. This is, uh, you know, uh, uh, being oppressed by yep. a tyrannical foreign government, also known as the Democrat Party and the yep. WEF, okay? And uh, a brave uh, band of uh, independent souls. And in this case, they, were, they call themselves the Sons of Liberty. I yeah. love that. Yeah, it's beautiful. So uh, as a quick 10-second history of what happened that day, as they built up to saying, hey, we're, we're pretty pissed off here being ruled by a bunch of uh, Brits over there, okay? You can take your... Uh, your, your tea and shove it. Uh, the famous East India Company, yeah. the, probably the biggest trading company in the world at the time. Yeah, East India Trading Company, yeah. Very famous. So they would, they would, you know, they had a monopoly on tea sales. So they, <clears throat> on this last batch, they bring over 242 chests of tea worth millions. It'd be, it's really, it was in millions back in the day. Wow. In Boston Harbor, they say, you know what? <clears throat> we don't like that. We don't like this tax they want to throw on us if we want to drink some tea, you yeah. know, catch a little buzz in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so about a hundred brave souls, some dressed up as Indians, by the way, not all of them, but a few, they dumped them all into Boston Harbor at wow. about two in the morning. And this wow. was, you know, they would have been shot on sight if they were yeah. caught. Yeah. And because of that though, here's the thing you think, well, the British might say, okay, they obviously have an issue with that. Let's do a compromise. No, just like today. So back then they said, no, nah, you're not going to meet anymore. We're going to tax you. They didn't change a thing. They even got tougher. Wow, on double, the, on the, double on down. The, yeah, they double doubled down. down. The Brits doubled down. The King George III <clears throat> over there. And just like today. So if you want to have a parallel today, look what is going on with the J6ers. Right. Donald Trump. And Great. yesterday we got the yep. news that the most famous mayor of our lifetime, Rudy Giuliani. Yes. This ridiculous uh, judge, $148 million. It, this is oppression just, just like they did in 1773, Frank. Great, great story, dude, and great way to connect the dots. We love connecting the dots on the Rant and Rave show. And, yeah, I mean, basically, it's the story of oppression all the way through. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, $148 million judgment. He wasn't even allowed to present a defense, Dave. Like, the, right. the judge basically, it's just like this, it's just this anger on judge for Trump in New York City. It's the same thing. He basically declared him guilty before the trial started. And in the one with Rudy Giuliani, this is basically the same thing. She's expressed her contempt, her her hatred for Trump in many different formats. Uh, he did, and Giuliani did, Giuliani did not get a chance to even put on a defense. And so there you go. And I love the connection with the Boston Tea Party. No taxation without representation. Sons of Liberty. That's today's Proud Boys. I mean, it's basically yeah. it's this. It's no different, right? I mean, we've been fighting this for many for a long, long time, and it's no different today. Except today. They have the tyrannical administrative and deep state and technology uh, and ballots, <laughs> ballot yeah. harvesting to uh, to fight. So uh, the tactic, the tactics and the techniques 
are a lot more advanced, uh, but the battle's the same. And uh, let's uh, let's throw in this uh, this brief little fact that the two women that uh, Giuliani supposedly has to pay that he accused of tampering with the election, which it was on tape. Okay, we know what happened. We know that they were they they were up to their right. hips in, in messing with the with the election. Uh, they of course were represented by uh, of course Soros's uh, gang. Uh, so one of his uh, legal groups out there that George Soros funds. Right. We're representing these two. So, well, and, uh, and, just, and just quickly on that note, Dave, I read a story the other day. You know, this is not just Soros's private money. So apparently Soros, <laughs> apparently our Department of Justice is allocating money to appoint Soros DAs across the United oh. States. And that comes from Soros money. So Soros is giving money effectively to 501c3s and NGOs affiliated with the DOJ. And then that money is being used to pick out the George Gascones of the world who you know so well in Los Angeles, who are just completely anti, you know, pro, pro crime and uh, against victims. Um, and he just elevated his his new deputy. I think you saw that the other day to to run you know, alongside him. He's going to get challenged in the next election and hopefully get taken out. But that's um, just a horrible, horrible story. Well, it's just like we give money. Why are we still giving uh, money to these <clears throat> anti-Semitic Harvard, uh, you know, Ivy League schools like Harvard? We're still giving them taxpayer money, even though they have fifty billion dollars in the bank. Yeah, yeah, because the because the, the the laws and the rules are on the books to do so, right? So they, you know, like any smart business, they're going to take advantage of it. But we have to change the rules of the game. The rules of engagement have to be changed. And speaking of that, yeah, and that's why we we, we really uh, dumped on our uh, the House leader uh, the last uh, in the last podcast, and for for good reason because you you had you get a gave a great story about uh, you know the, the this last NDAA that oh, yeah. got passed, yeah, and and the 148 uh, Republicans that voted for it, and the more you learn about it, I did some more re- researching uh, the whole thing after our podcast, and it's yeah. just. Uh, every, I hate to say it, but, but are we going to try to primary 148 people at one time? Probably not. Yeah. Tough. But, but at least tough. a few to put them on, on call. So it, exactly. Yeah. Um, put a few of them on call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hey, uh, these are uh, dark times around the world. Did you hear about the, uh, potential nine 11 type attack that was busted I over did. there in Europe? I did. Yeah. What's going so on? So these were house? Hamas members in Germany, Denmark, and Netherlands, uh, 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 putting together this enormous, they were planning this gigantic attack uh, on Jewish community centers, and they were busted. Uh, gee, wow. I wonder if this is happening literally every day of the year. Of course, of course. No, it's, ha- <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening everywhere. And I heard yeah. a great commentary on Bannon's war room the other day um, with, uh, who's that guy that you like who looks like Jacques Cousteau, not Jacques Cousteau, Claude, Claude who's that reporter oh, ben, from Italy? Uh, ben. Ben Harnwell, at Harnwell. Ben Harnwell. Yeah. yeah. Great commentary from him. But basically saying, you know, the, the difference, I thought this was a really interesting observation. As bad as the illegal immigration situation is in the U.S., and it is the worst in the world, it's a modern day invasion by any numerical standard. It's actually worse in Europe, not, by the, not because of the numbers, but because those people present an existential threat to the existing Judeo-Christian West and people of Europe, meaning the people, uh, the the Judeo-Christian people who founded, you know, France and Germany and Italy and Britain and so forth, they hate them. They hate them with a passion. Now, most of the people crossing illegally into the U.S., they don't hate Americans or America. They're coming here because they're economic refugees and they want a better life and all the rest of it. Totally illegal, but you can understand their motivation. But the difference in Europe is they actually loathe them. They hate them. This is radical Islam, Sharia supremacy, and they want to convert 
they're pissed off about the whole Turkish Ottoman Empire thing. They're pissed. still, they, they yeah. still, they're still ticked off. They lost. They want the whole of Western Europe to convert to Sharia law. So it's a very big difference, and that's why you see these plots. The nine eleven plot, as you might recall, Dave, was hatched in Hamburg as well before it made its way over to the U.S. So this is really the seeds where you have to be very – you can't take your eye off the ball here, but over there it is absolutely Oof. bad, very bad. Now you had a couple of uh, – what were you, what were you, what were you, what'd you want to share with the public today, buddy? Oh, dude, we got a lot going on. I mean, yeah. well, for one thing, uh, this is under the culture war banner, a couple of items. Uh, you might have seen this trending yesterday on Twitter, folks. So uh, Democratic Senate staffer caught having a graphic gay sex on the oh, desk no. in the Senate office building in Washington, D.C., uh, this is just gross stuff, Dave. I mean, I got I got to say, I mean, but there's pictures, there's video out there. Of course, they took pictures, the video, it's on Twitter, it's everywhere. Uh, staffers for Maryland Senator Ben Cardin uh, were filmed engaging in multiple graphic sex acts with uh, his older boyfriend. Uh, I'll say on, uh, in the Senate Hart office building, but on the desks, like literally right where people sure. sit and write and take notes and vote and stuff like that. Uh, it's gross. And the only reason I bring it up is it's kind of a sensational story, but, you know, I bring it up in concert with another story to show the depravity and the sickness. Dave, you mentioned the Christmas video that Biden's put out yesterday with the tranny lifestyles and all the rest of it. It just goes to show you that they are just trying to completely, there are no men and women anymore. There are no boys and girls. There are no men's and women's bathrooms. It's whatever you want to be, whenever you want to be it. You can do whatever you want, anytime. Secular, atheistic views, no grounding, no God, no nothing. And that this is the result. This The result is gay sex in the Senate our office building. That This is basically what happens. Um, you know, same thing with another story. I'll just give you one more and I'll throw it back to you. 50-year-old transgender tranny guy competing in teen swim meet in Canada showers and changes with teenagers in the locker room yeah. in Canada. And there's laws in Ontario now apparently that prevent uh, this from being changed. So this guy can do this. And he's like 50 years old. And he's competing with teenagers uh, and showering and changing with them. And, and you may think, well, it's Canada, whatever. Well, it's, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's part of the same sickness, right? It's just part of the same sickness. Yeah, the, 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 the lack of civility now has just gone down the toilet. Forget about knowing about the civics and how this country was built. Yeah. I mean, just basic uh, rules of uh, the, 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 law, the natural law of how to, how to yeah. conduct yourself in, in, totally. in public. But we have to, we have, it's for equity. We all have to be sure, we have equity. to be the same. We have, to, we, have to, we have to be nice to people. Oh, yeah, nice, very nice, yeah, yeah. Hey, a lot of um, nice. yep. They had this, uh, we, we talked about this about a week or so ago. They had that gigantic uh, get-together over there in... In um, Middle East, that was called the uh, what was it the the not the not the global uh, climate climate, uh, climate uh... COP eight COP twenty eight that was okay, it COP twenty okay. eight right usually it's held in Paris this time it was held in Dubai 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 I believe it was um, and so and it's funny how of course you know Saudi Arabia and Qatar they make so much money off the oil industry yet they're they're going to stand up with the with the John Kerry and Al Gore the usual suspects were there. Uh, talk about we have to get away from fossil fuels. Yet yeah, you know, all these all these sultans over there. Well, that's how we make our money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so they're 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 kind of uh, on both sides of that whole thing. But the, how it t ties into here, um, besides their bunch of, I mean, the the sound ups over there were just frightening. Whether it was Hillary right. or John Kerry, my lord, right. just just put a cap in it, buddy. 
<laughs> but over here, how it ties into uh, uh, just a typical, I mean, talk about not going to have a, a great Christmas coming up. So uh, Whitmer out there in uh, Michigan. Yeah. She said she bends over. She says, you know what? I'm going to take a bunch of this uh, taxpayer money because we want to build an EV plant. Hmm, let me think how that's going to work out. Oh, what happens? General Motors has now uh, let go 4,000 auto jobs. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. yeah. So out there in the Orion plant, they're going to, we're going to change over to EVs that nobody's buying, by the way, right. with a $4 billion investment from mostly like taxpayers and, and, yeah. and, re, and reimbursements yeah. and so on. Yeah. So that that's horrible because people are end up losing their jobs. And then on the back end of that, one of my favorite cars of all time, the Chevy Camaro, stopping production. The Chevy yeah. Camaro. Yeah, I mean, Dave, they're, the, just, they're they're using government. Money. It's just like at a macro level, what you're describing at a tactical level. They're using government money to prop up parts of the economy that that fit their ideological narrative, but nobody wants. And that's communism. Mm. That's just it's not free market based, right? Nobody wants it. Five five to ten percent of the population will drive an electric, electric vehicle, and that's great. Let them do it. Let them have a choice. Hybrid, pure electric, gas, diesel. I want every option on the market, but don't drive it down. My, because what people need to understand is that, oh, they, oh, they, oh, I'm going to get my little Tesla, and I'm such a cool little suburban dad, and I got my little Tesla, and I get an $8,000 tax credit. Tax credit means that money comes out of someone else's pocket. It's yeah. not like free money just floating around somewhere in the Ethernet. It's like it, that's coming from somewhere else in the tax base. I remember we used to make fun of like the old Russian cars. Remember back in the in the you know, like in the eighties, the Yugo, like we, the Yugo, like the Yugo, yeah. and that's where we're, we're going to we're kind of reverting back to that. We where are. It's all going to be the same. Everything's the same. Cookie cutter type stuff, mm -hmm. uh, and we're being forced to to drive the government vehicles. The government well. vehicle, totally, okay. dude. I'm over here on Gateway Pundit, one of our favorite publications, and uh, this is an interesting story. I was in New York City, as you know, a couple of weeks ago for some work. Uh, illegal border crosses, com border crossers complain about the free food they're being given at the free New York City hotels. <laughs> so, Dave, you know they're being housed at 20 different hotels to the tune of about $2 billion a year. There's 150,000 of them now and counting. The two biggest ones are the Roosevelt, that's at Park and 47th, and the Rowe Hotel, the Rowe New York City, which actually used to be a quite a nice hotel uh, downtown. That's now full of about 800. Uh, it's an 800-room hotel, so God knows how many migrants they have packed in there. But basically, Dave, they've been stopping by every day, and New York City taxpayers' money has been paying for free food for these guys. They're getting Uber deliveries and all the rest of it. Oh, yeah. And they hate it. Yeah. I mean, you got somebody showing up from, like, Nigeria, the Congo, Venezuela, Mauritania. They're like, hey, these ain't bugs. We don't like them. So they're throwing it out. They're literally throwing out all the food on the sidewalk right outside the hotel. That's where we're at, Dave, with that one. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with that one. Well, and the flip uh, side, here, maybe, if, yeah. let me give you a flip side story. Sure. The border closure is so bad. The New York Post wrote this uh, yesterday. The border closure is so bad in Lukeville, uh, Arizona, that U.S. citizens are now driving, are now considering crossing illegally because otherwise they would have to drive eight hours to get to the nearest port of entry because they closed the Lukeville port of entry, which is sort of between Tucson and uh, Phoenix, so, so to speak, um, that area. And it's an eight-hour drive. So you have two choices. You either cross illegally or you drive eight hours to get to a port That's of entry. Right. So, now, so, so the situation now is so bad because the U.S. CBP and Biden, they've closed the port of entry at Lukeville. So now regular U.S. citizens are going to just cross illegally because it's easier. That's where we're at. I love that. That is a great story, dude. Um, hey, speaking of great stories, uh, Facebook, Oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan. No, I know you still, really. it, no. you know, for well, we sharing. still we we still maintain a page for those folks who are out there that still like to, you know, I think oh. we get about twenty thousand leftover 
you know, since they throttled us back in the Trump, uh, you know, the Trump election. Well, that, that Zuckerberg scares the you know what out of me. That, that oh, yeah. you know, with build, building his uh, hundred million dollar bunker out there in Hawaii or something. Seventy million dollar bunker oh. in Kauai. Yeah, the underground. Uh, it's on like 30, 30 or forty acres in Hawaii. It shows you just how uh, neurotic and scared that dude is to build yeah. a three hundred million dollar compound on a small island in Hawaii. It also might be a little bit of, of, of a tell, Dave. That maybe he knows something that's coming. Maybe in there's Oprah, like a, there, maybe yeah. there's a giant EMP coming from the CCP. Maybe our infrastructure is going to get knocked out. China took a blow at our infrastructure last week in Texas, knocked out the grid in Texas for a day. There was a huge explosion at the Con Ed building in New York City two days ago. So I don't know. There's there's a wow. few little pockets of things going on. Yeah, he's he's saying, hey, you know what? If nothing, if the world comes to an end, I'm going to have my little, my gigantic, not little, gigantic yeah. bunker. Yeah. Uh, well, the, but the, uh, the one problem with that though is it's probably going to be like eight hundred thousand people wanting to get in, so he'll have a bunch of an <laughs> issue. Right. We'll be knocking on that door. Yeah. It'll be like Doctor Shivago times ten. If good reference, if you oh, know what I'm talking about. That's a great reference. Yeah, I love it. Uh, hey, uh, we all know that every corporation in America had to hire a diversity program manager in the last 10 years, right? Yeah. And gee, what a shock. A lot of them had been fired. But here's a great one, speaking of Facebook. So I won't even mention her name. But the DEI head oh, yeah. over there at Facebook. <laughs> I saw this. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, 38 years old. I bet you she's never worked a day of her life in a totally. real job. Totally. Uh, just kind of uh, affirmative action hire. Yeah. Y'all uh, pleads guilty to stealing millions of dollars in the kickback scheme so yeah. she wants so whatever gigantic payday she was getting from facebook yeah. was probably two three hundred grand easy yeah. that's not enough that wasn't enough for her so she starts <laughs> pilfering making these deals on the side and then you know she was it was about it was fraud linked to like paypal venmo cash app and all these uh, credit card scams right so she finally got caught and now she's gonna do some jail time so sorry uh sorry dei chief yeah, yeah. off the jail you go yeah sorry not sorry right sorry, sorry not, not sorry. sorry good yeah. way to put it uh dave i'm over here on breitbart one of our other favorite publications uh, may he rest in peace andrew breitbart one of the greats um this is talking about we, we mentioned this thing on the podcast earlier this week the new obama produced netflix movie leave the world behind so basically it's this sort of you know it's again one of these projection type movies so they're sort of trying to project the type of situation you know end of world end of days you know trump the autocrat you know that sort of thing but i think one of the biggest takeaways uh, that that was interesting that, that's getting a, a ton of you know public attention right now is the fact that they basically say you can't trust whites in the movie and and sure. literally the, the the words those words themselves are used like there's a scene where I think there's a couple lying in bed or something and they're you know under attack or whatever it's like you know you just can't trust the white people you just can't trust <laughs> the white people and you know again this is it's like there's no administrative state this is in your face racism. And they're the ones who call us fascists and racists. And they're saying you can't trust white people. Like it's how they are able to turn the tables, Dave, I guess with the help of the mainstream media and so forth, their enablers, it's just preposterous to me that how somebody, anybody with a brain can't look at that statement and go, these people are the most racist people on the planet Earth, right? Hey, look at the Boston mayor. I just had that story up here, dude. It's so yeah, funny just, you said that. Literally, yeah. my buddy Rick Rinell just posted this st a story on Twitter like 10 minutes ago. Boston, Mich Boston Mayor Michelle Wu posts a photo of the uh, Christmas party that uh, she got in the trouble for with the invitation. No whites allowed. No whites allowed. Well, she doubled down. She just posted a picture of everybody at the party. And I'm just counting right now. It looks like there's about three, six, nine. There's about 18 people, not one white person. Oh, there's her husband in the back carrying the silverware. Okay, so that's the only white guy is her husband. Uh, other than that, everybody else, eh, sorry, it, not white, don't get in. 
And hey, and that's fine if you do that at your own party, but I guarantee that was taxpayer money. No, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not our own personal party, dude. This was this was this was taxpayer money. This was a government event. This was this is not nothing to do with personal private choices. No, absolutely. Uh, Well, we know that uh, you know the the biggest threat to this nation is the these uh, the white national nationalists, like you know, like us, I guess. Because uh, I don't know if you just heard it out there in Illinois, uh, one of these white nationalists called uh, the migrants savages, rapists, and burglars. What? Oh, it wasn't. Oh, it was. Actually, the president of the Illinois NAACP that called migrants, savages, rapists, and burglars? Oh, it wasn't a white dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, a black female. She's the head of the NAACP. Actually, it's the NAACP of of leftists, I guess, really, because it's really just a far-left organization these days. So she had to apologize for daring to call (laughs) on the other on a conference call saying all this stuff. So it's all a scam, people. It is all a scam. Yeah, total scam. The last story I have this week is, uh, maybe we should even have started with this, but it's like the election integrity issue has fallen by the wayside, but it really can't. We have to keep this front in line because if we don't win on election integrity we're gonna have the same thing happen to us again so georgia right did you see this story about georgia they just found out uh Mm -hmm. that in fact uh they they read assessed this and examined it and the governor and it's sent back to the state secretary of state and uh sorry yeah actually there's about 19,000 uh ballots that didn't match um, and they, they, this is now out. I mean, Sachin, uh, Rachenberger and yeah. the Secretary of State and all the rest of it. Now they're trying to suppress this story. They're trying to keep it down on Twitter, keep it down on the, on the, you know, the news flow and so forth. But the reality is, Biden won Georgia by eleven thousand votes, and they've just found nineteen thousand that that weren't correct, that weren't legal. Just sit around, sure. So that to me puts that state in play, and that's you know we know that's the case yeah. with with Arizona and Michigan and Wisconsin and so on and so forth. And it's just another example to my point. If we don't get election integrity right. Uh, this election. And I, gosh, I hope it's, the machine has some stuff to do that because Dave, I'll tell you, I'll be honest. I'm very worried about it considering Ronna Romney McDaniel, Mitt Romney's niece is in charge of the freaking party and she won't step down. We've got to get her out. She has got to go at the January meeting. She has got to, we, they've got to force her out. Trump has to step up and yeah. say, you need to go. That's the only person yeah. who can do it. And she has to go because we got to get her ass in gear on election integrity for uh, for 24. The Donald has to step on the gas on that one and say, you got to go, Rana. Uh, every day between now and Election Day is important for exactly that reason. Because, I, you know, hey, we could say, yeah, oh, Donald Trump's going to win by 5 million votes. It, it doesn't matter. If those six or yeah. seven states commit the same uh, theft that they did in 20 and 24, uh, 22, yeah. excuse me, right. uh, we're, we're, we're in we're the toilet again. again. No, it's so like, it's we gotta, same, like yeah, seven, we got to step up. Let's just remember, seven, I'm going to sign off here, but like seven states... Those seven states, the swing states in 2020, he was up between 5% and 15%. 5% in Wisconsin, 15% in Pennsylvania, 60,000 to 600,000 votes. It all evaporated in one night. One night they tilted the balance. So we've got to keep our eye on that ball. I do not want that happening again. Dave, great to see you this week. Folks, thanks for tuning into our podcast. We really appreciate it. And you can find us all over the place out there on whatever podcast platform or choice you like to use, whether you have Android or Apple or whatever your device. And, of course, we are on social media. We are everywhere at Rant and Rave 1776 on all platforms. And, Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.